1: Welcome to another edition of Randazzo's Rants. It's been a fun new podcast we started a few weeks ago. Had the opportunity to chat with Chase and Randall and Jake Gervas. And joining me today in studio is the one and only Nicholas Bear, Bettendorf product, former former Hawkeye. First and foremost, Nicholas, does that sound weird to hear former Hawkeye in front yeah, of you? Yeah.
0: it's just interesting. Cause sometimes, I'll, like, I come across people like, oh, like you play for Iowa. It's like, well, I used to. You know, I used to play for right? Iowa. So that's a little bit of an adjustment, but you know, that's how it goes.
1: Uh, basketball season's getting ready. Uh, we'll talk mm-hmm. about how different it is not being in Iowa City in a second. But I guess the question is, what's what's Nicholas Bear up to now? Um, got done playing basketball last March for the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. What's it been like since? And, and what's your future looking like right now?
0: Yeah. So I mean, after like the season's over, I always you know have a dream of playing basketball professionally. So um, that's something I've been working for uh, you know all summer, and um, you know excited about some new opportunities that are coming up. Hopefully, so I'm looking forward to that and. Um, you know, just this past summer I had a great opportunity to be home for a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, a little tough getting home, you know, during, you know, college and, you know, ba- basketball season and everything. So it's nice to have, you know, been home for a little bit uh, these past, you know, few months and get to spend some time with some family.
1: You uh, working continue to work on your game, and I know that you, mm-hmm. you've you started working with Jordan Delp. What's that been like? And anybody around the Quad Cities, when you hear Jordan Delp, you know how, how good he is with what he does, yeah. and I'm sure it's something that you've enjoyed the last uh, couple months.
0: Yeah, this is, you know, really my first summer working out with Jordan, and I'm, you know, he's helped me out a lot and I've really enjoyed uh, you know, working out with him and you know, it's most early mornings, it's me, CJ Carr, Nolan Ebel and some other Augustana guys, you know, coming in and um, you know, getting a chance to work with some guys. So Where's my phone call? Where's where's your phone call? Well, you know, uh, they got the n- they got the third place C no cha- no it's first place, but it's in there the, you C go. League, the C League. C league right, Championships. Matt so <laughs> Randazzos. <to> <laughs> Uh, championship I saw I was like, Oh okay I it's love.
1: Did, did you know That that was there How cheesy is that well, Is that more like embarrassing three of them Yes yeah. You've won three championships I'm a three
0: time champion well, When was the last one I think the last one Was like 2016 It's been, it's been a while Wow well, okay. You probably know more Than I do I, well, I see it every do day Do you realize so.
1: How many people Call me That'll be like Or text me And be like Are you kidding me You actually have a <laughs> banner And they're like believe it or not the betendorf Do they provide did, that? No, they didn't oh, provide geez. that. My buddy Todd owns the building, Todd Anderson. Oh, okay. And and so they that's of course wow.
0: it's a basketball building. Hey, Why wouldn't you not do that somewhere, <laughs> I guess. That's hilarious. So,
1: but yeah, so you guys get there in the morning and 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 yeah. th- do you, do you, that's a good list. Do you guys thrive mm-hmm. off each other and is it good to be around those type of dudes and and continue to get better?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a great opportunity to, you know, work against some aspiring pros as well. And mm-hmm. I think when you look at, you know, just kind of, it seems like, you know, like get Kyle Lamont in there, you know, before he left for Mexico and everything. So you get a bunch of different guys in and I think what Jordan does a really nice job of is, you know, kind of tailoring some of the workouts to, you know, specifically fit what you want to work on. So um, I've really appreciated, you know, working out with him and just seeing how he kind of like, you know, interacts with some of the youth programs. I've had a chance to help him out with some of that. And I mean, by far, like, you know, if you're looking for like basketball, you know, skill drills or anything and You know, I think he's the guy to go to for it.
1: When we had uh, Jake Gervas and Ray Dazzle's Rance, he talked about becoming and taking a walk-on opportunity, and now he's with the practice Mm -hmm. squad with the Rams. Do you still carry that? I don't want to say chip on your shoulder, if you ever had a chip on your shoulder, but, you know, you were the walk-on at Iowa that earned the scholarship, that earned the the minutes, that earned the Mm -hmm. Big Ten, Sixth Man of the Year, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Now you're kind of starting over again. Is that something you're used to or is there a chip on your shoulder or do you does that does it are you more comfortable because of the experiences you've you've had
0: yeah i mean i think some of the experiences i've had at iowa have prepared me you know for pro career quite a bit and i think you know i've always been you know confident in my abilities i've always you know believed in myself better in myself type of stuff and um you know i'm confident that you know hopefully i have the same fortune that i've had at iowa that i'll have in my pro career and um you know i think it's something that not necessarily like you know chip on your shoulder per mm-hmm. se but just like Understanding that, I want to continue to grow.
1: What is Nicholas Bear working on on the court? Is it the same things he was working on at Iowa? Is there different things that you're working on? What's you What has been, if there is a focus? What was right. your focus this summer?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think as you know, just trying to mold some of my game to the program a little bit because obviously, with you know, there's a difference between you know when you go up a level, there's going to be you know a little bit of a difference. So, um, you know, I've obviously tried to continue to improve my shooting. I think that's something that's really important that I can bring to any team. Uh, I'm still going to play with the same, you know, energy and, you know, hustle determination that I always have. And I think that's something that will always help me, you know, separate myself from other people. But um, in terms of skill development, yeah, really honing in on shootings, you know, it's one like they moved the college line back. But when yeah. you move you're playing the G League, they moved the NBA range. So, um, you know, just making that adjustment, I think that's been important and just making, you know, different pro reads.
1: Is that a different, I mean, the the three-point line, is it? have you seen it? Can you feel it? Can you tell or no?
0: It was just kind of one of those things, like, when I first started, it was like, wow, this is, you know, this is a bit of a change. But, I mean, just like anything else, like, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, you practice it and you get a lot of shots up and you get more comfortable with it, and before you know it, it's just like, okay, this is, this is the three now. This is something I got to do.
1: So I see you Saturday night at, at Kinnick Stadium and uh-huh. you're there with the rest of the basketball team. <laughs> I almost forgot that you weren't a member of the basketball <laughs> team anymore. Um, you obviously around those guys a lot. Your, yeah. your brother's still on the team. Um, was it weird being in Iowa? Is it weird being in Iowa City and not being, or do you still feel like a member of the team at times when you get up there? And I know you're always family when, when you right. go through that program, but what's the feel like now?
0: Yeah, it was just a little different because I, I stopped by practice that Saturday. So I got to see him practice and everything. And it was just, I mean, it was just a little different. I mean, obviously <laughs> I was familiar with all the drills, all like the, you know, segments they were doing and everything, but it's just a little bit different, you know, sit on the sideline and watching. But I think um, in some ways, yeah, it's different just because I know, like, I'm familiar with everything that they're doing, but, you know, I'm not there. But at the same time, you know, I was there five years. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can't stay there forever. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, as fun as it is, and, um, you know, I loved every second of it.
1: What do you miss the most? And try to be specific. I don't know if you can be, because the obvious answer is probably like the teammates, the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there something um, you specifically miss? A I, drill, a person, a coach. A, um, it's a tougher question. That's a tough you question. Be co- I
0: think. I mean, I, I think two things come to mind when I think about like things I miss. It's not necessarily like, um, like the. I mean, obviously the big games and all that stuff. Yeah. But just kind of like like the everyday stuff, you know, just interacting with teammates. I think that's sure. Um, you know, some of that's I'll always, you know, treasure. I'll miss that. Just like stuff that's just like like stupid stuff, but just you know, always always things to remember. But um, I'll say food. I think that's something that I've been missing <laughs> quite a bit. I mean, I've tried to like learn to like cook on my own a little bit more, and you know, all that type of stuff. But you know, it's a little bit different than training table.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you look at the big picture of things. Um, you, with the Iowa Hawkeyes, what do you see with them this year? What are your thoughts on them this mm-hmm. year? And obviously, you lose yourself and, and Tyler Cook and Isaiah tra- transfers. Um, big pieces that are gone. But, gosh, you look at that. I mean, we went to media day and still a lot of talent there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different team mm-hmm. in some aspects. Um, I mean, people talk a lot about you know what we lost, but at the same time, you have quite a few guys return as well. You know, Joe Cam, Luka Garza. Um, I think you have some guys... Uh, especially the guard position that is sh- going to surprise some people. I've been really impressed with C.J. Frederick in his redshirt year. I think he's going to you know, really produce. I'm excited about him and Jack Nungy in particular. I mean, I think when you look at their front court, it's pretty deep. And you know, like all coach recovery teams, they want to run. You know, they want to get out and run. Yeah. and uh, I think this team's built for that.
1: I want to backtrack a second. I asked you what you missed the most. Mm-hmm. What do you miss the least?
0: What do I miss the least?
1: Like, what is one thing? Did you look at anything and say, or a drill or anything, and be like, gosh, mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, just, like, some of the conditioning stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, necessarily miss it. I miss the feeling after, like, you complete it and you feel great. But, yeah. But, you know, just kind of, like, watching or, like. You don't guys, miss the like, lightheadedness. His, or, yeah, my, Michael, like, texted me, like, oh, we had, like, you know, this conditioning drill there. I was like, ah. Oh. I was like, like, I was like, oof, like you know, I'm glad I didn't have to do you that. You said it's today.
1: even worse. I gotta go. Right, ran, no. I gotta go talk to Randazzo. Yeah, you think like, like, your life's bad? I gotta go sit in the yeah. in a podcast you know, that's booth. That's strange. In.
0: <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah.
1: Um, Joe, I'll put, play a game with me. Um, over under two and a half years, Joe Wieskamp will be at Iowa.
0: From now or just for, for like, his entirety. Okay, so you're asking me if he's leaving do you, this year or not? <laughs> that's, that's look, question. At yeah, look at <laughs> that's you. Look at you. Ah.
1: And obviously, you don't know. And I, I don't know. See, I get people get mad at, because people like Kaker constantly says to me, "You you think he's going?" And I think he's good enough to. And I think if he has, if everything goes as planned, I think he goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely. I think you know, regardless of when, it's a matter of when, not if. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not like you know, it's something like, oh well, if it's not this year, then it's you know, oh well. He's an so NBA, he, he's an NBA he's player. He's going to play professionally, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think with his skill set, his you know. Determination, you know, His attitude, I think it's a matter of when, not if. But, um, yeah, so I think it kind of depends on just like some health and everything. Sure. But overall, I think the feedback he got from some pro teams was good. So mm-hmm. I think that's important. But, you know, I really can't say. I'll, look, you I'll let you
1: off the hook. Who plays in an NBA game first? Joe Wieskamp or DJ Carton or another Metnum bulldog. It's a pretty good wow, question, isn't it? That's
0: a really good. Yeah, you know, I didn't expect a, that. Those kind, of, kind of questions are <laughs> coming in here. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: you can't get in trouble by the staff anymore. No. Like you it's. I won't get bad <sighs> looks from Matt Weitzel anymore or anything like that. It's the whole bar. No,
0: I still, I still think Joe. Um, but if it's either one, I think it's probably gonna be at the same time. Yeah.
1: So. Do you think? Uh, and uh, obviously, you've seen DJ Carton. Somebody yeah. going to the going to Ohio State this year. Um, his game, obviously you've seen
0: it, right? Special dude, yeah. I mean, just, I think, like, some that a lot, everybody, like, even, I mean, you see all, like the highlight tapes and everything, yeah. those are impossible to miss, and I think, you know, his athleticism is off the charts, but what's really impressive is kind of his, like, you know, his demeanor and how he's able to like, approach the game in a cerebral manner. Sure. I think that's some that, you know, is one of the reasons why he's, you know, Big Ten freshman, preseason freshman of the year. Yeah. So, um, I'm really looking forward to watching you know him. I've never looked forward to watching Ohio State ever, but now <laughs> I have like a reason to, you know, tune in. So, sure. um, you know, and I'm, I'll be rooting for him. Obviously, a big, you know, Ben North product, you know, rooting for every Bulldog.
1: Truth be told, I never, I never rooted for Wisconsin a day in my life until mm, yeah. Ethan went up there. Yeah. And then I found myself bowling for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, when it go back to the University of Iowa, Jordan Bohannon plays this year, yes or no?
0: I think he's, I mean, he's going through his rehab pretty well, I think. Um, Think he, wa- think I, he, like he, he definitely wants to play. It's, I mean, it's just I'm not sure when he's going to be completely healthy. And it just kind of depends, like, okay, is he – if I had to bet, like, today if he's going to play or not, I'd probably say And you say, can, yeah.
1: because th- in Iowa you can gamble.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. They got Jordan Bohannon props. Yeah, they <laughs> do. With this. No, they don't. Um, they don't. But if you had to, you'd say? I'd say yeah. Yeah, I think, think so, so, too. But, um, you know, this is interesting, because like if you had asked me that two months ago, I said no. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, just kind of – seeing a little bit of his development, I think he's really, like, come along quite a bit. But at the same time, you know, I mean, there's always chances for setbacks and everything like that. And I think the last thing he wants to do is try to rush back and, you know, get hurt again and then, you know, lose a full year. So um, I have full confidence that, you know, the Iowa staff and Jordan are, you know, going to have his best interest at heart. Is
1: this safe to say, the University of Iowa is an NCAA basketball tournament team. If, I mean, you got Luca, you got Joe, you know, you got yep. Jordan if he's healthy and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But they need a, they need a good story and it, maybe it's a CJ Frederick, maybe it's a, mm. maybe it's a Jack Nunji, but, and, and it probably will happen, but doesn't somebody need to, I mean, obviously somebody's got to emerge as, as, as a, as a good story, as a, as a guy who's taken a couple steps forward this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think someone that a lot of people kind of overlook too is Ryan Creener. Yeah? He's the lone senior on this team, um, you know, depending on what Jordan does, but sure. um, I think when you look at him, you know, I think he's a guy who's really developed as a leader for this team and just like kind of being around him, he's taking that, you know, taking the mantle on that. So, I mean, I'd be impressed with that. But I also think, you know, like Jack Nungie coming back, I think he's a guy that people somewhat have somewhat forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And I think um, he's going to make a really big impact this year.
1: Um, let's go down memory lane. Let's do it. If you can play a game of basketball for the University of Iowa, you can go back and replay one game. Is there one that you could say, I want to play this game again?
0: Do I get to change the outcome? Because <laughs> you want to play the Tennessee game again. Yeah, game I, game I want to play Tennessee again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't blame you no i think i think that mission game at home was pretty special i think that game yeah. um with the court storming i think um understanding like you know how big of a game that was for us um that was just like you know it was kind of like for us like okay like we can compete with anybody yeah. like, we can really play this level and i think that was a really important game like the atmosphere was nuts um Iowa State at home. That's, I mean, never the fight a chance at the to end. Yeah, there's <laughs> Not no, no um, fight, no yeah. um, fight. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's just like that's a game that you know, i'll never forget either. Is,
1: is there a shot that you? Because when I win all my C League championships, I got yeah. like my buzzer beaters in sure. my head all the time. Sure. Yeah, is there Everybody a shot? Yeah, is there a shot that you like? This was my favorite moment, or my, my for yourself. Cause yeah. you're such a team dude that you could be like, oh, I loved Wieskamp's shot at Rutgers was right. my favorite. But for yourself, something that you did and you hit that you're like, okay, let's let's go.
0: I uh, my redshirt freshman year, it was we played Indiana at home. We're down 70. We were just we were down like 70-59 in Indiana's like they got Yogi Ferrell, they got yeah. all these guys, and we get it to like 64, and I hit back-to-back threes. I yep. so Hit one in the corner with timeout, and then we get a stop, and I could transition three and I knocked down and I remember thinking like I mean I'm like running back like probably yelling my head off and stuff but like I remember like the, after that like time of like coming off the court and like I'm a I'm a walk-on at the time myself yeah. and like you know not a scholarship I was just like all right like I can do this like uh-huh. I can like you know really like affect the game and um that's like kind of like that moment you know we didn't end up winning the game but just like in that moment I was like okay like let's roll
1: yeah mm-hmm. um you became you were so um, well liked by the Iowa fan base. Wh- Thanks. Why? Why, why <laughs> is that though? Like they took to you, you took to them, and yeah. there was a there was a, a love affection and a, a love affair between you guys, especially your senior night. I remember it well. Um, I wasn't there, fortunately. <laughs> remember that? I apologized like a hundred yeah. times. But um, why is it? Why did? Why do Iowa fans love Nicholas Bear? And Nicholas Bear love Iowa fans and all that kind of stuff.
0: What yeah, is it about you? I mean, I think like. I, I mean, I kind of like starting off as a walk, and I think that helps quite a bit. Yeah. You know, I think obviously being an Iowa kid, being someone who, you know, just, you know, wanted to put on the black and gold. I think that's something that always is endearing to Hawkeye fans. But I think, you know, I, I think like a lot of people kind of think like they can like do what I did in some ways, you yeah. know, it's like. Well, it's everybody's dream. Right. It's like kind of like everybody's dream type of thing. So it's just like, even if, you know, how like how hard I worked and everything worked out, it's kind of like, you know, someone that people, like, want to root for. You know, I think yeah. that's something, like, an, an important power. But, I mean, I love Iowa fans just because, like, I grew up one. Like, I was, yeah. like, you know, I was, like, I was that kid who wanted, you know, Matt Gaten's autograph. Like, mm-hmm. I like, grew up, you know, having that same passion for, you know, Iowa athletics. So, um, I think more than anything, you know, why, like, people, like, attracted to that or whatever it's just because like they can relate to it and, like i can relate to them they can relate to me
1: i hear people say to me they said all the time nick Bear just plays the game right what does that mean
0: i think to, i mean it's when i think about like my like mindset like going the games it's always like you know okay play as hard as i can for as long as i can and a lot of times it's not all that long mm-hmm. because like you know just if you play that lo- that hard then you know it's not necessarily gonna you know you're gonna run out of wind i mm-hmm. guess but i think for me it's always been about you know making an extra pass you know Kind of doing things that maybe don't always show up um, in the stat sheet, but like will contribute in the win column. I think that's always been something that I look at. It's always been important to me.
1: You mentioned Matt Gatons mm-hmm. Is that like what's your is, like? I, I this weekend at the Iowa game, the the captain is they're bringing B.J. Armstrong back. Yeah. that was my guy. Sure, like I'm old, but that was my guy growing mm-hmm. up. What was is Matt Gaton's That is that
0: Matt Gatens is a little recent. I mean, he was like when I was in like high school, like yeah, yeah. high stuff. But like, so I, mean, I remember watching. Hawkeye, yeah, know? I remember watching like Greg Bruner. Like, I remember yeah. seeing him, like, and like going out and playing with Michael in the backyard. Like, okay, i got to get every rebound because like, Greg Brunner gets every rebound <laughs> you know, type of thing. So, um, Adam Haluska, you know, he's sure. another guy. Um, I think watching, the, I remember, like, that class, like, watching them and, um, you know, wanting to emulate that. Mm-hmm. So, um, if I've been able to, you know, do that for some, you know, Hawkeye fans out there, then, you know, it's been a great honor. For you,
1: me. you mentioned going to the backyard with Michael. Mm-hmm. I talked to him on media day, and he says that you're, he hasn't played, and he thinks you're probably dodging
0: him. I'm dodging him.
1: Yeah, that's what he. I don't want to say. I don't want to cause a risk.
0: That's crazy because he's been blowing me off last couple times. He's been busy. He's been busy, but I will give him a lot of credit. He's really developed his game quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, you're so, so
1: nice. Well, like, you're yeah, so I, nice mean, I mean, I'm <laughs> still
0: going to kick his ass, but like it's, <laughs> it's it, is. it. I mean, but whatever. Um, so
1: yeah. the uh, um, when you look at, um, I wanted to bring up something. The uh, and it's something that when, oh, gosh, probably two three years ago. Maybe longer than that. Five years ago, mm-hmm. um, the state of California passes the uh, the, yep. the money for kids. That's not what it's called, but. Um I was so for a long time like no they they get a scholarship they get so many perks and so many benefits that I don't think that that's a thing and I didn't I didn't love it and now I'm starting to the more I talk to Ethan mm-hmm. I know Jordan Bohannon is a spokesman or not spokesman but outspoken, outspoken about it, about yeah, it. Yeah, and, yeah and yourself as well um, your thoughts when you heard that decision out in California and and help me try to figure out what I think because I'm trying yeah. to re-educate myself I think sure. in a way.
0: I think when I saw you know the California bill you know be put in motion I think it's change is coming, you know, Mm -hmm. whether the wants it or not, you know, they have, it's coming. So I think it's about, you know, adjusting to it and how to like best, you know, manage it instead of trying to keep the current model, which of amateurism, which I do not agree with. I'm in the same boat with, you know, Jordan and Ethan and you know, a whole host of other people who um, believe that. And I think to me, um, I think like, when I hear like some like the arguments against it, Like, oh, like, this is going to, you know, cause, you know, uh, different sports to shut down or kind of like this doomsday Mm -hmm. scenario. Um, I completely, like, disagree with that. I think when you look at, um, you know, athletes being able to profit off their name, image, and likeness, um, that's not taking away, you know, money from, you know, their sports. Like Mm -hmm. if, for example, like if we're in Iowa City and, like, I was still playing and Paulie Eyes wants me to do a pizza commercial or something, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not taking any, no one's, yeah, just you know, money for me, you know, type of thing. I think... A lot of people, what they don't necessarily understand is some of these players right now, like their highest earning years, maybe in their lifetime, are when they're in college. Yeah. And if they're being, you know, denied that for, you know, amateurism, you know, I think that's something that we might want to look at. And um, some I don't necessarily agree with.
1: Some some arguments I've heard against it is the fact that, um, let's say, some college player is getting money from a car dealership or whatever and a booster funnels money through that car dealership Mm -hmm. in order to get them to come to the university to that kind of stuff probably (laughs) happens
0: already unfortunately what's
1: what's your response or your thought to that
0: yeah and i think like a similar argument to that is like all the best players are just going to go to like the big schools like they, they can pay the most money it's like well the recruit if you look at the recruiting classes like okay for football it's gonna be clemson alabama ohio state it already is it already is and it's not going to change and you know (laughs) basketball's gonna be duke kentucky north carolina like it already is it's not going to change so um i think that's something that you know i always look at it's like well you know that's not really you know going to change that much and i just want to clear one thing too i think a common misconception when you know athletes talk about this is that they're not grateful for the privileges that they have as being a student athlete and i mean i'm extremely grateful you know for everything like for being from going out as a walk on like understanding what that's like to being put on scholarship and seeing how much that can you know change my life and you know valuing education i think um you know i'm i graduated from university with a degree a minor certificate and i have you know one more semester left that i want to go back and finish for my graduate degree so um i think when you look at that like people still want to like understand like that the privileges that we have, and that student athletes have, but at the same time, there's no one, there's no other place in, you know, business or any other field or industry where you try to limit someone's, you know, ability to make money, and I think, um, when you look at, like, how it relates to student athletes, um, there's definitely a market out there for it, definitely clearly is, and it's being negated right now and as a result that's going to lead to a black market which is already happening
1: yeah absolutely and, and is it one of those things where it's, it's going to happen it's going to change so instead of having the old school minds thought of you know let's prevent it how about coming together and, and doing it correctly because there's yeah. ways to do this like you said change is coming so right. instead of trying to fight change you know, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out to make mm-hmm. sure that the change that does come um, benefits the NCA the NCA, the yeah. student athletes, and everybody involved, and make sure that everything's on the up and up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean, I understand like why they're like hesitating with it. Change is hard. Like yeah. I don't care what field you're in, you know, family relationships. Change is hard. Change isn't easy. And I think um, this is definitely gonna be a big change um, when it inevitably does, you know, come to fruition. And I think it'll be for the betterment of student athletes um, overall. And you know, I think. The quicker that the NSA can, you know, just okay, okay, here's here's how it's going, and make adjustments, um, then I think that would be better for everybody. But I don't necessarily see that happening. Yeah, I think they're gonna go down no, to screaming know. and kicking I and know. fighting.
1: Um, so if you were a junior at the University of Iowa and a company or a food place in in the Quad Cities came to you and said, "Hey, we want you to do a commercial," yeah. what would what would you want it to be?
0: If I could pick, up, yeah, I get a pick. Oh, I get a pick.
1: Yeah, like somebody says, okay, yeah. hey, be our spokesperson for. Sure. Basically, what do, you, what do you love to eat here?
0: Yeah, I mean... Well, if this were in the Quad Cities, i go with Whitey's hands down. That's a good call. The, that'd be the place I'd go. Um,
1: Wouldn't Aaron White that probably would have that to have Yeah, that you might have
0: that gig. He <laughs> might have that gig. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think when I look at, like, Iowa City stuff, I mean, like, Poncheros. like yeah. That's probably, like, they're probably, like, I would imagine... It'd be interesting, like, if, like, when this, like, happens, like, which one, like, which, like, companies would, like, approach, like, student-athletes type of thing. So I saw, like... I think Mark Emmert, did a, the writer for Des Moines Register yeah. did like a write up and said like it'd be roughly like twenty five thousand a year for like the high profile Iowa athletes. It's not much. It's not much, but, but it's, it's something better yeah. than zero. Oh, absolutely. And so like, I mean, you go from there.
1: Um, yeah. uh, you met Poncher. Can you help me explain Pancheros? or can you explain, explain Pancheros? It to me Yeah.
0: How so, like like how I do o- you mean
1: everybody that like is goes to Iowa or yeah. they love it. You right. love Panch- Pancheros? I
0: like it. Yeah. I mean, I think. Like it's just kinda like, oh, it's like you're not it's so fine. stable. I think Are it's you, fine. like a chole guy is out though. No, I just I think
1: I just think it's fine. Like I think it's good it's good. But it's not like Brett Greenwood, when we get done working out with him, him and Anger and I will go that yeah. all the time. But like we we'll always place you have to go is Poncheros.
0: Mm-hmm. I just,
1: I just not saying it's bad. I
0: just right. we'll there's, do, a, like, yeah. there's a I mean, love
1: affection with it. Like people love it.
0: Well, yeah, and I think they've done a pretty good like yeah, job they, like marketing them. Like, that's true. you know, Pancho's big burrito lift like you know every you know Hawkeye football basketball game like yeah. you know it's always there but yeah and plus I think they're like av- they're really available all hours of the night for the most part so especially for college kids that's important
1: Before we let you go I want to do a few rapid stupid questions for you we'll do Excellent. rapid fire and kind of talk a little bit and kind of piggybacking on that other one so take Whitey's out of it place to eat in the quad cities you're going to miss the most when you're when you're going up Besides
0: north. Whitey's ooh probably Azteca.
1: Um favorite emoji like if you're doing an emoji, what the what what is your favorite or the one you use the uh, most? the eye emoji.
0: The like, eye emoji. Like the, like you're giving like a look type okay, of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Do you um? Who's the, what's the coolest number in your phone? If that makes sense. The I asked this to Jake number? Jake Gervas, and I'm like you're you're an M- you're an NFL guy. Like who's the and he was he dropped a pr- no I didn't ask it to Jake I asked it to Chasen and he's like yeah I got you know I got Carmelo's N number in here yeah, I got cool. like yeah so like is there anybody I mean besides my, take myself out of it. Because oh, my phone's out Randazzo, there. Yeah, like is there is Corey. there so, <laughs> that's
0: a good that's <laughs> a well good answer. no nah, I mean I don't. Do have you have anything like, cool or like? no nah, I mean I'm not. I, I haven't got. I haven't reached that level okay. yet. I mean I hope I hope to one day yeah. I hope to come back here next you'll Be like, hey, Dazzo, like, yeah, look at this number I got.
1: You so, won't even know my name. I know. It'll be Big time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be hey, Nicholas. Can you stop <laughs> by your busy. podcast? Like, are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> I'm not coming back there. No. Um, your your favorite sister. Don't have one. <laughs> don't yeah. have one because you don't like any of them?
0: No, I mean... They're I'm, all equal. Well, no, so here's here's the thing. <laughs> uh, love them all equally. Just sometimes, like, it varies, like, if you like some more than at certain times or not. Yeah, so no, like, I, I mean, just how it goes. So they're all in even standing right now, but it isn't always that way. Hear that,
1: girls? Yeah, they're all even. Let <laughs> well, people ask me like, like, like you don't have a favorite kid, do you? I'm like, absolutely, yes, I do. Absolutely. No, it changes. Like you absolutely
0: do. It changes all the time. Yeah, so like it like, it's just fluid. depends which one. Like, right. got
1: me, uh,
0: you know who's. And anybody who denies like that, people have favorite either like kids, students, like <laughs> it's like you definitely do. It's just okay.
1: um Who's been your favorite coach ever?
0: Favorite coach ever. So I mean, I,
1: did, I'd Fran say, or yeah, I'd say, you had, was it Curtis?
0: Coach Clark. I, yeah, had, I would had say Coach McCaffrey, but also you Mike that, Nadelkoff. You just, um, at Bettendorf. well, you shouldn't like. Who was it? Mike Nadelkoff, our assistant coach. Yeah, at Bedendorf. He I think was a Molin
1: as a uh, as a head coach. Uh,
0: I think it's his brother.
1: Okay, his brother. Okay, his brother. but he.
0: You. I think he's someone that, like, at a young age, for me, had a profound impact on me. Like, seeing how he was able to, you know coached the game but not. Even, it really wasn't even like all that basketball stuff like just being able to like you know be around him and you know he you know taught us stuff off the court that like I probably wouldn't have ever learned and um, so it had a really big impact on me and you know Coach McCaffrey just for everything like you know he's done for me you know give me a chance to live out my dream give me a chance to you know put me on scholarship and all that.
1: Does Coach McCaffrey get a bad rap?
0: Does he get a bad rap? yeah I mean, he's a good I guy. No, absolutely and I'm saying this as a
1: media guy, and the media and him sometimes don't yeah. always go. And, and I remember I told a story that like well, he came for an iClub event, and it was close after my dad passed away, uh-huh. and he had mentioned it to me. And we said he had to go inside for the event, and he yeah. sat there for ten minutes with me and talked about just life and, yeah. and parents and and that kind of stuff. I mean, he's yeah. genuinely a good person. Yeah.
0: No, I think he does get a bad rap just uh, for some of his like you know on the court demeanor. And that's what people see. You know, people tuning in on TV, but. I know mean, people don't see, like, I mean, obviously, like, when he's, you know, with us, like, one-on-one in practice. And, I I mean, even if you get a chance to, like, sit, you know, with him one-on-one, I think something that always, like, stands out to me is, like, you know, he loves us. He loves his players. Yeah. And I think that goes a long way when, you know, because sometimes people just see, you know, some of, like, the, you know, yelling and stuff on mm-hmm. TV. But, I mean, the reason why is because I know it's coming from a place of love. It's not coming from a place to, you know, yeah. discuss or anything like that. So, um, but I know, like, Coach Cabot would go through the wall for me, and I, that's something that I always appreciate, and he's my guy forever.
1: Do you have a Fran impression when he yelled at you? When he yelled at me? Was it, like, Bearcage? Was it Nicholas? Or was it, like, a <sighs> cleaner one, probably, because this is not explicit. <laughs> <laughs> but He might not have one, but was it – or did he um, ever – he probably never yelled at you. Cause no, you're doing he, anything yeah, right. I mean,
0: he definitely – no, he definitely did. <laughs> um, I mean, most of the times where I got reamed would be, like, in film. that type of thing. I mean, like, on the court, like, there's just, like, so much stuff going on. There's, like, you know, but, um, no, I mean, I don't have anything, like, nothing, like, in particular stands out. Do
1: you, do you still, does it drive you crazy still when people call you Nick instead of Nicholas?
0: A little bit, yeah, but not, like... Not like super, because like sometimes I'll correct people. Like sometimes you I should, will. Yeah. Well, like, well, but it's like if it's someone I'm never going to see again, it's like okay. What about like,
1: when they, like there was a game I can't remember which game it was, and they're like Nick Bear for three, and no, I'm just like, no. and it was on ESPN. I'm just like,
0: oh, it's you Nicholas. you right. Like yeah. Mama Bear's not going to be happy no, about she's this.
1: not. But. Um, what w- would you have been drafted in the first or second round if Curtis Clark didn't hold you back in high school by not letting <laughs> you shoot? Uh, uh
0: oh man that's funny no (laughs) no and actually you know it's probably better off in some ways that I didn't just because like it really helped me develop like some of like my mid-range game and some of my post-up stuff that you know even if as I you know continued to play at Iowa I wasn't playing in the post as much but I still had that you know game where I had like smaller guards on me I still had that you know in my arsenal because I just you know grew up you know and played in high school and that was something that I was always been comfortable with or even if it's not shooting you and you're making playoff you know in the post and um, yeah I mean I like Thankful all my coach at our for helping me develop that and. Moving in forward. my
1: opinion, if he wouldn't, if he would have let you go, you would have been, you'd be replacing Kawhi in Toronto yeah. instead of going up there. for nah, the, I
0: know, but
1: he held you back. Hey. Um, I had one other really good one. I can't remember what it was. Darn it. Better think quick. I know because I feel like I'm on the clock. But um, uh, smartest bear. It wasn't what it was, but i think of it as it goes. He is a smart yeah. kid, isn't he? Yes. Is. Well, how is he? How is he? Is he a lot smarter than you?
0: You know, it's. I mean. Like he's smarter than me. Like, I don't have a problem. I mean, okay. I ask when people to talk about like being smarter. There's like certain areas people are smart. Michael's really school smart. Michael, like, are you like,
1: common sense smart?
0: Not necessarily that, but I think like people think like smart as just like a whole or like, IQ as a whole. But people have like a lot of different things that like they're intelligent about. So yeah. Whether it's like emotional intelligence, like, acu- like acumen, or just like you know school intelligence, sure. you know, street smarts, all that stuff. There's a lot of different things. I'd say like when I think like of that, I think mostly like school stuff. And yeah. Michael by far and away is like. I mean, he's distinct, big ten distinguished scholar this yeah. year. Like, I mean, he, I'm pretty good. Like, I are mean, like, dummy. No, I'm not dummy. I was four time academic there about Big Ten. Is. So yeah, let him know. I mean, nothing. But like, no, Michael's way smart. Like, um,
1: I always say to my wife, he, uh, she's way smarter than I am. Yeah. But I'm common sense smart. But I'm common sense. I think I'm more common sense smart than she is. But that's how that's, you sleeping night. I'm sure she's not going to listen to this. So I think yeah. I'm safe. My the one I was thinking about. You played with a lot of players. Yeah. AU-wise and everything else. Who's the biggest competitor you ever played with?
0: Um. Like, if I had to, like, pick one guy to go to war with against the aliens. That's it. Um, I wasn't going to say with aliens. But. Jordan Bohannon. Okay. And Don't Still.
1: I was, that's kind of where I was getting yeah. at. Would it be Dylan? Yeah, it'd be Dylan. I think
0: because he, he's. Well, Jordan, but yeah, Jordan Bohannon and Dylan. Who's a better shooter? Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. um, but especially, like, I mean, yeah.
1: That's what, because, I mean, he's. I remember him at Augustana and stuff, and that dude just. And he won. He yeah. won everywhere he's he went. He's a winner,
0: man. Kid's a winner.
1: You're a winner, too, buddy. I appreciate, appreciate you stopping that. me and do
0: this. Yeah, thanks for letting me
1: stop by. Um, he's Nicholas Bear. He will uh, be heading north, and we'll we'll keep tabs on him and see how he does. And I'm excited to see how your pro career goes. Yeah, me too. So I'll say hi to the family for me. Will do. Thank you. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself.
0: So...